Welcome back to The Ron Show for Monday, December 5th, 2022. I'm your host, Ron Roberts. This is the America One Radio app at AmericaOneRadio.com. Archived audio available anytime you want to catch past shows at ronshowatl.com. Uh, Insider Advantage just released their latest and last, we would assume, there can't be another runoff, right, uh, for the Senate runoff. And it shows that Senator Warnock holds a 51 to 48% lead. I guess that means 1% uncommitted at this point. How can you be uncommitted at this point? Uh, according to the survey findings here, we have this statement from Insider Advantage Chairman Matt Towery. He says, it's also becoming obvious that Democrats are better at focusing on ballot collection in Georgia runoffs. You know, I don't, I don't like that term, collection. There's been a lot of leaning on harvesting, like we're growing out of nowhere ballots. Uh, anyway, he continues, they have piled up a formidable lead in early voting, which forces Republicans to play catch up on Election Day. If turnout is only moderate tomorrow, then the margin by which Warnock might win could stretch by an even larger number. A last-minute slew of ads featuring Governor Brian Kemp on Walker's behalf appear effective, but perhaps too late. If Republicans do an exceptional job at getting their voters to the polls, Walker could pull off an upset as he leads Warnock among those who plan to vote on Tuesday by nearly 30 points. Georgia State University professor and political scientist Anthony Michael... Crease, who I follow on Twitter, he's he dives into these numbers really good. He uh, comments of that poll, that Insider Advantage poll, this has about a 28% black electorate, which might be the absolute worst case scenario for Democrats. Interestingly, Warnock holds a 60 to 40% in early votes in person, 66-34 in mail ballots, Walker 62-36 on election day, but 50% of the respondents indicated they'd already voted. He also mentioned that uh, the poll also has 17 of 17% of African American voters voting for Walker. He says, I find that highly unlikely. And he noticed as well what I'm noticing, and that's turnout is going to be more than necessary, is more than necessary for Herschel Walker, given the numbers that we've seen so far from early votes, mail-in votes, et cetera, and so on. And here's where I have to mention to you the weather forecast for tomorrow. It ain't good, uh, especially on the northern half. Obviously, we're dealing with rain today. That's going to continue uh, tapering off tonight, but then picking back up tomorrow. I'm just saying it's human nature when it's chilly and wet. Folks don't want to get out of their car any more than they absolutely have to. And if there are weights in lines in any precinct, that can cause a suppression of turnout. We're not seeing rain diminishing tomorrow until around 11 o'clock. And even then, there's a 30 to 40% chance of rain up until about 7 p.m. That's in North Georgia. There is this rain trough that's kind of moving over the northern parts of Mississippi, Alabama, and Georgia. And I say that because there's almost no mention of rain in the forecast in Valdosta in southern Georgia. So... You may not have turnout issues at all tomorrow in South Georgia, but there are so way fewer votes in South Georgia than there are in North Georgia, and turnout could be suppressed by cooler, rainier conditions, particularly uh, before and during the lunch hour. 
Bernard Fraga is an associate professor of political science at Emory University, and he tweets, when you look at votes that are already in as a percentage of the general, total runoff vote total is at 73%, 73 73.6% of the general. It's at 70.7% for white voters, 67.3% for Hispanic, 68.2% for Asian Pacific Islanders, and get this, nearly 80%, 79.9% of African-American votes comparable to the general election are already in for the runoff. The folks at Split Ticket see Warnock with an early vote lead of roughly 280,000. And according to Laksha Jain on her Twitter account, their final runoff model has Warnock plus three as the predicted outcome and a race rating of leans Democratic. Uh, Again, 280,000 vote lead for Warnock in the early votes by their estimation, and Walker would need a, quote, whopper of an election day to reverse things. On the other hand, one thing that concerns me is there's been so much publicity last week about the long lines to vote, particularly in Fulton and DeKalb County, somewhat in Gwinnett, not so bad in Cobb County or Clayton. Anyway, there's been so much publicity about how long it took to vote waiting in lines. In fact, the waits were heavier and longer in North Fulton County. There tend to be a few more conservative voters than you have in the rest of the county anyway. That being said, I'm concerned that a lot of folks just blew it off and said, eh, I'll do it on election day. And now again, we've got a weather forecast that's going to lop off about five hours of voting for those who don't want to stand outside in chilly, rainy weather, risking getting wet to do so. I would say to you, um, okay, but do plan to vote. The good news is you don't have to go to just a handful of early voting locations. Now you go to your polling place. So there are more of those, and they're more distributed equitably for you to go vote tomorrow. You shouldn't have to endure super long lines. I, I would I venture to guess 30, 45 minutes tops, and I believe... By law, you have to be given time to vote by your employer. So no excuses. Get it done tomorrow, okay? Make this the sure thing that it should be based on candidate quality alone. Journalist and author Douglas Blackman, by the way, reached out to me over the weekend. He and I have been trading emails trying to get him on the show, and he's swarmed right now with some major projects. But he did email me and say, Warnock will win by two to six points, would have been four to ten, except for Ralph Reed and the Christian Nationalists. He, by the way, did tweet earlier this week something that I thought was pretty poignant, and I happen to agree with him. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but over the weekend, Herschel Walker was out meeting voters in Loganville with Ralph Reed and with Senator Tim Scott. His tweet, this was from yesterday, such a shame whenever Senator Tim Scott joins in with other Christian nationalists, carnies, propping up Walker. It's important to have smart, faith-based, conservative voices like Scott's, but not the lying and empty religious cult babble Walker is caught up in. It's far beneath Tim Scott. Could not agree more. For those who haven't heard me say this before, I lived in South Carolina for 11 years, and while I disagree with Tim Scott on about 99.7% of anything that comes up politically. He's a good guy. He has a great story, came up from humble beginnings and overcame a lot of 
systemic, often codified biases to overcome. Unfortunately, he's got to the point now where he's reached that summit and seems to forget the biases that he overcame, dismisses it a lot, but I'll give him credit where he's due. He's a good man. Don't understand why he's hanging with Herschel Walker. It is beneath him. 